Hello everybody, I'm Pastor Sandy and I'm here tonight to uh, talk to you about the third step of our challenge and that is putting on the whole armor of God. I hope that you've had a chance to start the challenge and that things are going well and hello Miss Jasmine, is that you? <laughs> Welcome. Anyway, but I hope that you've had a chance to start the challenge and um, steps one and two. So now we're going to just jump into step three and talk about the importance of putting on the armor every single day so that you are ready to walk in victory and to pray out God's perfect will in your prayer time daily. So I'm going to, I'm reading this right from the website and um, you all know this is right in the prayer guide where you answer the call to pray. So actually, um, the outline that we're going to be referring to in the prayer guide is on page 20, 22, if you have the prayer guide. But anyway, so let's go ahead and just jump into this. Let me just read uh, from the website. And if you want to follow along, then you can go to willyouanswerthecalltopray.org and select the 21-day Prayer and Faith Empowerment Challenge. And then just go to step three and you'll see it right there on the on the page. And so it says, putting on the whole armor of God is crucial to maintaining a productive and powerful prayer life. Without putting on the armor daily, Satan will hinder you and your prayer life from bearing fruit and manifesting the kingdom of heaven here on earth. The armor is God's armor of light, and it protects us from Satan's deceptions and strategies. Satan cannot defeat us unless he can confuse and deceive us. This armor keeps us covered in the light of God's power, skill, and wisdom. Think about that. I mean, God's power, light, and wisdom daily. We're putting that on as so we put this armor on. It says, as you read through each part of the outline, the Holy Spirit will begin to stir up your faith to use this armor. So as you're, you're going through it daily, then the Holy Spirit begins to activate that armor in your faith, activate your faith so that you can, you see yourself in this armor and you begin to utilize um, every part of that armor in your day-to-day -day decisions and, and as you're, you know, in your prayer time. Uh, that says repetition is the important key to building your faith to the place where you are operating and utilizing these spiritual Weapon. So it's not enough just to do it once a week and then say, okay, I did it, you know, on Monday and then you don't, you don't do it again. No, again, repetition. And when it comes to spiritual strength, repetition is key because, again, we have to renew our mind, change the way that we think, change our priorities so that we're seeing things uh, the, the way that God sees them. We're seeing his priorities as our priorities. So it says, again, you are renewing your mind to see yourself in the way that God sees you and act accordingly. The more you see yourself in this armor, the quicker you will walk as a warrior of the light. Praise God. That's exciting. We're going to be walking and living as children of the light. And that's who we are. We're citizens of the, the kingdom of God. We're part of the household of God. And we have the light of God. Praise God. In uh, number three, it says, take note that, that Paul said, the first piece of your armor that we put on is the belt of truth. That is the word of God. What does a belt do? 
it holds your pants up, holds your skirt up. It keeps your shirt or your blouse tucked in neatly. All your physical strength comes from your core. So when we put that belt on and we tighten it, then um, in the physical sense, it keeps our natural body strong. I know when I'm working out with you, Jasmine, my dear, um, you always say tighten your belt. I mean, tighten your waist, hold your stomach and hold your core. So the more you do that, and I'm finding that the more I do that, the more I can lift a heavier weight, the more I can I can be more mobile as long as that, that core is tight. Well, the same thing with our spiritual strength. When, when we realize that we are, number one, we're born against spirit beings and our spirit is, is in the very, you know, the very core of our being, the depths of our being. That's where our spiritual strength comes from. It's not in our head. It's not our mind. Our minds are always under, under you know, the enemy's attack, you know, the wrong thoughts that come to us, wrong, um, you know, wrong motives come. We have to constantly cast that stuff down. But our, our spiritual strength is from deep within us. And actually, you know, our, our conscious, the, the more we renew our mind, our conscious is actually the voice of our spirit as we renew our mind. But anyway, getting back to this. So we want to tighten that belt of truth. That's the word of God. So if you want to get a good picture of what your spirit looks like, I'm good. Then look at the word of God because you're, you're born of God. So your spirit looks just like Jesus. Your spirit looks just like the word of God. Isn't that a, a wonderful thought to think about when we talk about prayer? Now, number four, it says, Paul said to tighten the belt of truth around your loins. The word is your top priority and keeping your core strong and keeping all your other weapons operating correctly. So when you keep that word as the foundation and the basis of your prayer time, you know, that's the reason why, why we always pray the word. Then, then you can build on that and the Holy Spirit will bear witness to the word as you begin to pray in your heavenly language and praying in other tongues, then he's going to be bearing witness to the word and you're going to be praying out all the details of God's promise. So um, so number one top priority is the word of God, that belt of truth. Number five, it says, next, putting on the breastplate of righteousness is so important. Everything that Jesus did for us on Calvary was so that we could live as the righteousness of God created in Christ Jesus. It is only then that we will release our faith for God's glorious plan in the earth. Many Christians are believing that they're still unworthy, unsure of their rights and privileges as believers. They beg and plead with God to do what he's already done. But when we know we're righteous and holy, having equality with God, we take what belongs to us in the earth. Take it, as Gloria Copeland says, where our faith takes it and we refuse to accept no for an answer uh, because God has said yes. And so we don't, we want to stay in agreement with God. God says yes, we say yes. And it says, dressed in the armor of God, we boldly declare the plan and purpose of God in the earth, destroying the power of Satan from our lives and not allowing him to withhold our inheritance of peace from us here on earth, we maintain the kingdom, excuse me, we manifest the kingdom of heaven here on earth. We're, we're manifesting God's promises, manifesting his goodness here on earth. Number seven says, I encourage you to renew your mind to the force of righteousness. Get scriptures and meditate them so the Holy Spirit can give you more revelation of living your life 
with the force of righteousness activated through faith. Again, knowing the word, get your concordance. And that was one of the one of the resources that we recommend that you have so that you can, you know, just put search righteousness and go through those scriptures. The Holy Spirit will show you which ones and write them out and begin to look over those scriptures. Keep them before you and build and renew your your mind, build your faith in the fact that you are God's righteousness here in the earth. You have equality with God. Now, number eight says, let's talk about having our feet shot in the preparation of the gospel of peace. We are all carriers of the message of salvation for all those that are around us. The Bible says in Isaiah 52, 7, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth the good tidings, that publishes peace, and that bringeth good tidings of good, that publish salvation, that saith unto Zion, thy God reigneth. And that's our message every day, that praise God, God reigns in your life. You don't have to be bound, you can be free. It says, proclaiming this message of life and peace with God is part of our armor. Jesus told us to go into all the world and preach his life-changing gospel in Mark 16, 15. And so we need to be ready to do that. The next piece of our armor is the, is the shield of faith, wherewith we are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The word quench in the Webster's Dictionary means to subdue or destroy, to overcome. Holding the shield in place will protect our whole body and life against the lies of the devil. Notice that it does not only shield us from them, but it destroys, it puts those fiery doubts, darts out. So we need to have that shield in place every single day. Uh, number 11 says, the devil's fiery darts are full of darkness to bring distress and fear and worry and anxiety. But the shield of faith is, is our faith in the love, light and power and faithfulness of our Father God. That's why we must keep our shield in place at all times. And the more that we feed on the word of God daily, the bigger and stronger our shield of faith becomes. First John 5, 4 says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Your faith is yourself. So never leave home without it. Put it on every single morning. Next, let's talk about the helmet of salvation. A helmet is designed to protect our head. Our success is directly related to our ability to win against the devil's attack, against our thoughts, or our minds. Again, he's coming to try to confuse us and trying to deceive us, to attack our mind, because he has no power uh, unless he, uh, he can confuse us and have us come on his, um, under his submission or give our authority over to him. It says that's why Romans 12, 1 and 2 exhorts us that we must not be conformed to the world, but we must be transformed by the renewing of our minds. The word of God reminds, excuse me, the word of God renews our mind to believe in our God-given salvation in every area of life. We have been made free, so we have to renew our minds to believe and stand in faith for the manifestation of our freedom. We are free. Say that with me right now. I am free. And so every morning in your prayer time, you are declaring that. 
You're, you're declaring your freedom. You're declaring that over your family members. You're declaring that of the people that, that you're praying for. You're declaring freedom. When we speak the word of God, God is backing our words with his power. Um, and let me just read. I, I think I missed a little bit of this. It says we need to meditate on that for a while so that we can picture get a picture of what's happening in the spirit realm when we use the word of god when we speak the word of god we when we speak the word of god he is backing our words so think about that that when we're speaking the word god's backing uh he's backing our words and um let me read this for you also it says the sword of the spirit is the word of god and we're, we're taking that sword of the spirit in our mouths webster's dictionary defines the sword as a weapon uh, the symbol of a military power, punitive, justice, authority. Take note that the word of the, of the spirit or the word spirit is referring to the Holy Spirit, God's spirit, the spirit of truth and not our spirit. So again, as we are praying and speaking the word of God, the Holy Spirit is backing us and he, the Holy Spirit is the power of God. He is the anointing. He is the resurrection life. So as we're praying the word, we are allowing uh, God's backing our words. Um, number 15, it says, when we pray with all prayer and supplication for the saints, we are keeping ourselves ready and equipped against our enemy at all times. Only praying for ourselves is very stifling when, when it comes to growing in power and the anointing of God. Praying for others with all types of prayer and supplication taps us into different types of anointings, as well as God's wisdom and spiritual strategies that confound the enemy. So we need to be ready to pray for other people. And, and you know, actually the prayer guide is set up. So you're praying for everyone else. You're, you're praying for, um, you know, our president. You're praying for all the members of the body of Christ. You're praying for, you know, people in your church. You know, you're praying for everybody else. And then last, after you pray for everyone else, then you're praying for yourself. So it's getting you into that mindset of being an intercessor and not just focusing in on, on just praying for your own life and your own family. Uh, so you'll, you'll increase in the anointing. You'll increase in the wisdom of God. You'll increase in God's strategies as you pray for others. So here is the exercise uh, that goes with this step number three. It says, read through all the parts of this section of putting on the whole armor of God in the prayer guide. As you read through the outline, the Holy Spirit's going to begin to give you more revelation of how to effectively use your armor. When you put on God's armor of life, we look just like Jesus and we're using the power of, of God in prayer. That means powerful results. That means victory every time. God has planned and prepared for us to win every battle, but we must put on his armor of life, renew our minds, and to use each piece of his armor effectively. Praise God. So that is um, step number three. So I encourage you uh, to read through the outline in the prayer, prayer guide. Now on the bottom of this page, the sheets are at the very bottom. So you could print these two out or you can read them right from this page here. Again, putting on the whole armor of God and read through it. This is section is very, really not that not as much as just a page and a half. So you, as you read through this, then um, daily, again, you're, you're empowering yourself, renewing your mind, and you're seeing how to um, 
use your spiritual weapons. The Holy Spirit is going to teach you how to effectively and perfectly use your spiritual weapons. And then uh, the reading assignment on here is, again, to read your chapter. Um, either hopefully you're, you're reading one chapter a day of your of your Bible um, and um, be aware of certain part of your reading, whatever when the Holy Spirit is just, you know, enlightening or drawing you to take note of that. Um, any scriptures, you know, it'll go up in your spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit saying, this is what you need or focus in on that. Be sensitive to that in your reading time. And again, it all works together for you to grow, grow, grow in your ability to pray out God's perfect will and bring the kingdom of heaven into manifestation here on earth as it is in heaven. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye for the for right now. And then we will see you on Tuesdays. Please jot down any questions you may have, uh, discussion points. We'll address all those on Tuesdays when Jaylene will be with me, when we will continue on with our 21-day prayer and faith empowerment challenge. And thank you so much, Jasmine, for being with me. I love you. God bless you all.